What's up, girls, gays, and theys? Welcome to The Thought Topic, a comedy podcast about surviving your 20s, and honestly, we all really could use some help. It's me, Christian, your thought therapist here to help guide you to the best of my thoughty knowledge on all things adulting. So, let's get it, shall we? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Thought Topic with your host, <laughs> me, Christian Sanchez. You know what it is. Anyway, um, I'm not going to spend too much time in the intro today because I'm going to get straight to um, our guest this week, Mr. Seb Isaac is here. Seb is a good friend of mine. He also happens to be brother with brothers with... <laughs> Uh, my boyfriend. So this should be quite interesting. Um, the episode's quite lengthy, but we really get into it this week. Um, the topic this week we're actually talking about is fuckboys. How to get inside the mind of a fuckboy. Um, I would like to throw out a quick disclaimer, a quick disclaimer that Seb is not a fuckboy, but because Seb is of the cis hetero male species, um, I figured he would be a great guest to have on to help give us a little insight. Not to mention, we also had a huge fucking snowstorm this week, and uh, some of my guesting plans and um, recording plans had to get switched around, and so Seb and I had previously talked about having him come on the show before, but hadn't really set something up yet, and so because I had to reschedule... We just figured, hey, why the fuck not? So we ended up recording at uh, with his equipment at his place, and it was super, super fun. The audio quality is chef's kiss. Um, you'll definitely be able to tell the difference once the audio gets going. <laughs> but anyway, uh, like I said, real quick, I just have some announcements I'm super, super excited about. We have a lot planned this month. I hope you guys are having a good start to your February. So the biggest thing that I'm here to announce is... Um, per this episode, as you guys are listening to this, we, as the thought topic, officially are launching our Patreon. That's right, y'all. We officially have a Patreon. We are so excited. My business manager, Savannah, and I have worked really hard on coming up with ideas on how to keep, you know, our loyal thoughties interested. So if you're not sure what a Patreon is, I'll definitely include the link to it in this episode. We're going to announce it on all our social media so you won't miss it. But essentially what a Patreon is, it's similar to kind of a GoFundMe or any other kind of fundraising platform. What it does is help support me, help support the show just to be better. Um, If you subscribe to it, there's different tiers that you can subscribe to um, based on whatever, however much you want to pay. We have ones from as cheap as $1 to as expensive as $500 and you get different rewards or gifts or insiders depending on Um, which one you're subscribed to. So um, like I said, it's just a really good way to help us grow the show, to help us get some funding behind some of the larger goals we have. Um, Like I said, from the beginning episode of this year, I have a lot planned. And so if you head on over, you'll get to learn more about that um, and become a fellow thought, like a true, true fellow thought. I will say too, I tweeted this the other day, if you do subscribe to the most um, expensive tier, the $500, you get some other prizes in it, but you do in fact receive um, feet pics from the one and only yours truly me. 
Yeah, so it, for any of my listeners who have a foot fetish, this is the um, way to finally get your get your paws on um, glorious, glorious feet pictures from yours truly. <laughs> um, woof. Anyway, so like I said, uh, we're super excited to be launching it. You can learn more about the tiers and how to support the thought topic on our Patreon, which we will include in the episode description. Okay, um, another quick announcement is next week is Valentine's Day, so I have a special surprise for you guys. We will have not only one, but two episodes next week. I will be releasing one on the Wednesday prior to our typical Friday episode. Um, I'm super excited about it. It will be a Galentine's te- a Galentine's-themed show so um you guys are really gonna like the guests i have lined up i hope you find my friends or people just interesting something i'm really trying to focus on with bringing different people on the show is i just want to have different types of people with different perspectives so yeah um stay tuned for that make sure you're subscribed and um yeah that's pretty much all i have for you guys besides the usual business so i'm gonna stop rambling now and go ahead and get into the episode with seb so without further ado here is seb isaac are you disturbed in your soul (laughs) oh my god why do we need this it's it's a good way to warm up into it yeah that's what i always say and then you end up blackout drunk I'm recording. End up being an alcoholic. <laughs> anyway, hi, Seb. Welcome. Howdy, Crayshawn. Hey, y'all. So I'm here with Seb Isaac, um, a dear friend of mine. Yeah. Um, Seb, why don't you say how we know each other? Um, Christian is thotting it up with my brother. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so wholesome. Yeah. Um, um, so on topic. I know. On topic. On thought, but ooh, why have I not coined that term yet? Yeah. So yeah. something that Andre, you and I, Andre is my boyfriend. I don't know if I've even said his name on the podcast. Oh, whoa, new character alert. Holy ooh. Shit. Anyway, so Seb is brothers with my boyfriend, and um, since I started dating him, I have realized that Seb and I have a lot in common. As uh, well, for me, a former thought and him a current thought. Is that correct? <laughs> Anyway, the reason I wanted you to talk about this today is because based on conversations you have, you and I have had individually, I feel like you have a good perspective on the general like male opinion when it comes to dating and specifically what a fuckboy is and fuckboy <laughs> tendencies. Um, hey. Yeah. So, but real quick. Okay, Seb. So tell me, tell me about yourself. What do you do? What's your story? Share with the uh, yeah. thotties. I am, uh, my name's Seb Isaac. Seb is short for Sebastian, obviously, but I am a musician. I'm in a band called Hair, H-A-R-E. Um, and it's great. I mean, we're just working on music. You know, obviously we've all got our day jobs. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's who I am. That's what I do. Um, I'm also a thought, I would say. <laughs> I think we all are. Anyone on this podcast, probably. I think everyone's a thought. I don't like, I don't. Why do you say that? I mean, I just think I think everyone's just naturally got you know thought thought tendencies. Right. I think Loki, everyone wants to be a thought. 
Yeah, if you're not a thought, you want to be one. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why and I And when you are show. a thought, you would wish you weren't as much of a thought. I don't know. I guess there's always like a perspective. There's a threshold. There's a spectrum, I guess, to the <laughs> yeah. level of thoughtiness you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, okay. I feel like you're, you're a musician. I'm a low-key thought. If that makes sense. Same. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess not now that <laughs> I created a show about literally being a thought. But prior to having the yeah. show, it was kind of just known that I was a thought amongst my friends. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I think I also give off thoughty energy. Yeah. I think Loki, I have the opposite problem. People think I'm more thoughty than I actually am. Yeah. My, my squad just says, like, we don't say thought, but it's still thought. Uh, I think we just say, like, thirsty. Like, mm. you, well, thirst. We, li- we like to keep it short. Thirst, like... You are thirst, my friend. Like, right. Like that, yeah. <laughs> well, I apparently am like one of the thirstiest, I guess, in the group. But at this, that, I think that's because everyone's wifed up currently at the moment. That's Except fair. for like one or two. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Like maybe it's just because of COVID and the lockdown and everyone, including you. Yes. <laughs> these fuckers. I, I, it's been. Can I, can I curse? Yeah. Oh, no, fantastic. Yeah, totally. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so it's funny because it feels like maybe because of COVID and pandemic, it feels like I've known Christian and my brother's uh, relationship for like feels like years at this point. But they met like when did you guys meet in Last June? May. In May, mm-hmm. yeah. Like the first time I met Christian was when Andre and I like first moved out. Yeah. Uh, during the pandemic, and I keep it just doesn't. I keep forgetting that fact that it's been less than a year. I know it's just because I'm so memorable. Yeah. <laughs> She's just very good at seeping her way into the squad i guess so i kind of just right away asserted myself yeah, into some the people squad. just melt in and it just feels it's one of those like illusions it's like i've been here for a while totally well and i feel like part of what makes it fun to kind of like hang out or why i truly enjoy hanging out with you and andre and like your guys' little squad is because <laughs> i they remind me of like my friends from college and my friends from high school right um well because like i definitely have my squad in the city but in like since I've lived in New York, but right. I feel like it remind you guys have big hometown vibes for me and your relationship with each other because you guys have all known each other a long time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I feel like you guys in the way that you like to live your life is very similar to how I do, where you're very much like serious when it comes to your professional work, but you also are kind of chaotic and wild when it comes to having fun. Right, right, right. Yeah, we it's are, about balance. Homebodies for sure. <laughs> right, and so I feel like when I like first met you and came into the group, that was like an easy kind of transition for me to like. Fit. Yeah, I remember the first time our squads linked up was just like a very fun night that no one expected, but it <laughs> worked. Yeah, I think the the hometown feeling. Yeah, it's just because we like a lot of my close friends. Uh, my brother and I, like, through the years since, like, we were at each other's throats, like, in high school. <laughs> it was just one of those, like, that's the younger brother. I don't want him associating right. with my life, with my friends, any of that stuff. But the right. second, you guys are only a year second apart, right? I moved to college, um, we just became best friends. He's two, he's, like, two grades younger than me, but, like, a year and a half younger mm-hmm. than me. And for some reason, like, we sort of developed a friend group, like, as I went to college, like him and I, like we just kind of developed a friend group that just kind of met in the middle and we just, we basically have the same friend group. Right. And I've always been like that kind of kid since like high school where I just like was sort of tight with like all these groups. Like I wasn't, I didn't have like one super click Mm -hmm. or I did, but like it was also like, I was just kind of cool with a bunch of groups and stuff like that. And, but I wasn't as tight. 
with sure. everyone. It was kind of like um, it was like a dispersed. You were a floater. Exactly. Yeah, that's what. Um, I was a fly on the wall too. I kind of just like in high school. Especially, you're low key. I, yeah, very low key. <laughs> When I um okay so when I took a sociology class in high school for the first time they we read that book that the movie Mean Girls is based off of right. and in the book it it has like a a literal study on the way teenagers socialize with each other right, and so yeah. the biggest category that people fell under in high school is a floater which is someone who is like kind of friends with everybody they don't really belong to the certain clique or really participate in the whole like social hierarchy of yeah. teenagers i guess yeah. so it's it's fun but it's, how I was. it's just a fear of commitment that's all it is right <laughs> yeah i feel fucking yeah. that so i'm afraid to feel right <laughs> anyway so yeah. yeah that's a little bit about like mine and seb's relationship yeah um i definitely think of you in a brotherly kind of way uh, well i know mary sweet <laughs> but um i definitely do just based on like yeah i guess because you and Andre are so close. I want to say the same thing, but like, you're also fucking my brother. So that should be like, okay. Be, that's some incestual shit. Incept. Incestual shit. I'm with the, are those even puns or just. Anyway. We're degenerates, by the way. We are taking shots of triple sec. Cheers. Which is straight up sugar. Yeah. We, ha- we have nothing in this house and it's like 12 feet of snow out there. Yeah. It's snow day vibes. For sure. That's why we're in Seb's studio today. So if you've noticed in this episode, the audio quality is significantly better. That is absolutely why. You're um, thank you, Hair, for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> brought to you anyway, by Hair. So, like I yeah. said, that's um that's a little bit about our relationship. I definitely think of Seb in a brotherly way. You remind yeah. me a lot of like my brothers as well. Oh hell yeah. In the way that like you know, you like to behave. Your kind of like general demeanor is very chill, very low key, like we said. They seem tight. I like that. <laughs> They're all right. Anyway, <laughs> love you guys. Um, so, like I said, what I wanted to talk about today is I really want to kind of dive into the uh, male perspective, which <laughs> is, you know, um, something that I talk about with my friends a lot and like a lot of girls my age in general is I feel like if you are attracted to the male type, you are always trying to figure out their brains because you guys are an enigma. <laughs> and so we're going to dive into what it means to be a fuckboy. <laughs> so Sebastian, Sebi, in your Ooh. own words, what is a fuckboy? Wow. Okay. Did not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> um, what is a fuckboy? Mm-hmm. First of all, I just want to say I probably should not be like the voice for men <laughs> at this point. I don't know. It's just like I feel there's a lot of pressure now. There's so many types <laughs> of dudes out there. In your own words, though, this is like it. I I'm I'm validating you as your male opinion because I think yours is well balanced between like wanting to have like a traditional sense of masculinity, but also incorporating like a healthier kind of perspective on it. Right. So from my point of view, my perspective, what is a fuckboy? Mm-hmm. Is there like one kind of fuckboy or are there, I feel like there's different variants, but it all. Okay, break it, it down. No, Give but that's the thing. Like, I'm sure there's different types of people, but like the core result of the actions tends to be what makes someone a fuckboy, right? So it's like someone who is maybe like, uh, maybe the big one is like someone who is very, very enthusiastic and responsive before sex. And then post sex is just kind of aloof yeah yeah sure yes okay <laughs> that's like a that's a good trait not a good trait but a trait of a fuckboy i would say a okay. fuckboy might be like maybe in a stereo 
stereotypical, like cliche way a fuckboy could be someone that is just very chattish. Sure. Someone who is a little. That's what I mean by different types of fuckboys. Right, I'm, right, sure right. There, I'm sure there's fuckboys that are very like pleasant up front or there's like chads that are just very like <laughs> a straight up with chad a, yeah, like, who's just like the worst kind of person like i yeah like you said there's a spectrum of thoughts and i'm sure there's a spectrum of fuck boys well okay so what i think is be, it's 2021 right i feel like 10 years ago before people really said the term fuck boy it was player right mm. like people are like oh he's such a player right and so i that feel like connotation to that i was saying Right, I feel, and that, I agree. I feel like people would say, like, oh, player as, like, a compliment almost. Yeah. I, I guess, like, at least if you like early 2000s rap music, then you're like, I'm a player. Yeah, men always <laughs> got the, I feel like men always get the good end of the stick when it comes to just being a thought or being a hoe, like, all that stuff. It's, it's just, more praise. Yeah, and maybe it's just because, like, that's how we grow up thinking, you know? Like, we just like having sex and want to have it just like women do, but it's just, you know, not as... It's, like, socially acceptable. Yeah, and kind of, like implemented in in us i guess when we're young like like maybe with like father figures but also just within friend groups like the first second you start seeing like anything sexual and start Mm -hmm. thinking sexual thoughts and stuff like that and start discussing amongst your friends it just becomes like this it's (laughs) just like this is now my entire personality yeah yeah. (laughs) so i would say to me answer the question what is a fuck boy you can re-answer it again if you want re-answer. to. I think I just I gave some traits. I don't like I don't know what a fuckboy is. I'm sure I'm a fuckboy in some sense. I'm sure everyone, like I said with thoughts, I'm sure everyone well, is a fuckboy in a sense. Or fuck girl. Well, I've, yeah, I <laughs> Is it gender neutral? I don't know. It, 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 a fuck them. A fuck them. <laughs> if a fuck they're they. non-binary, a fuck they. Yeah. <laughs> when I... Um, a fuck them. That's pretty good. <laughs> when I... Uh, I've said on the show before, like, I am a former fuck girl. I feel like prior to, like, maybe my last relationship, I, I feel like it, it, for me, it would depend on what the relationship is. But, I, yeah, I think, like, the attitude of being a fuckboy or the general characteristics is not exclusive to one gender. I just think that, like, men get called out for it more because prior to now, men haven't really been called out for it as right. much. Well, and it's a little bit different now with how the way the world is when it comes to dating, with, like, right. texting and social media and shit. So in your own – in the way you just described what it means to be a fuckboy, like, do you subscribe to that? Like, do you think you are a fuckboy or do you think it depends on the situation? Because – yeah. And the reason I say this is because I think if you look at it on paper, maybe some of the qualities or characteristics you have, someone would be like, oh, he he must be a fuckboy, you know, because you're you're a generally good looking person. Mm-hmm. You're a musician. <laughs> you get with a lot of oh girls God, sometimes. <laughs> so many girls. And so I feel like. If someone didn't like personally know you, they'd be like, oh, he's a fuckboy. You know, what I've I definitely mean? gotten that assumption. Um Oh, you know what it is? It's they always fucking say it. it's like you probably have so many groupies. I don't want to just be another one of your groupies. I'm dead, <laughs> dude. Well, okay. That. I'm not even that good, so like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you know this, but I'm not that good. So. No, 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 no self deprecation here. <laughs> Love hair, like I said, they sponsored this episode. Yep. Um, but well, my dad is a musician and has been since he was a teenager, yeah. and so that was my dad. Your mom's was, a groupie. That's yeah, totally. My dad, <laughs> that was the deal with my parents when they got together is my dad was being a little thotty because he was like playing he was in a hair band in the 80s dude like and just like rocking and rolling and eyeliner and shit yeah i'll show you pictures later but um yeah so my mom was like well i don't want to 
be a groupie. And my mom was the one who like kind of made him stop being a fuck boy and like get right. his shit together. Um, so anyway, so that's why I say like there's whole that like assumption that like if you're a musician or you do this, right. this and this, that right. like, oh, you must be a fuck boy. Right. So that's why I was wondering like if you perceive yourself that way or like if you do behave that way, do you catch yourself falling into that? Is that, that something you ever consciously think of? The latter statement that you just said. Yeah. Like I, I don't consider myself a fuck boy to the core. I definitely like whenever I'm or in my history, whenever I have been in a relationship, I have never like, you know, I, I, I go all in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm very into that. I, I, I'm an emotional guy. I'm like <laughs> hopeless romantic, but when I, he's I'm, a cancer. Side <laughs> note. There we go. Maybe that's why I'm so sensitive. Loki, that is a type of fuckboy. Not to go too tangenty here, but a type of fuckboy is like the sad boy fuckboy. Well, that's what I was like, going to get to. I'm sorry. Keep going. Well, I'm never get like that. I'm never go like ahead. in my feelings for sure. But never I, I like, I need are, pussy <laughs> to make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I would definitely catch myself on that if I did some shit like that. But um, there are moments where I'd catch myself and I'm just like, Oh man, I'm really being unresponsive to this person, you know, cuz I don't know. I'm like I I fall into being a fuckboy when there's moments where I don't want to be so forward and straight up like a fuckboy if that makes sense. It's sure. usually post sex, like after I have sex with someone mm-hmm. and maybe just sexually it just wasn't a good connection and maybe there were other things about like um you know, just the interaction and chemistry between us that I just didn't see you know, in a future for myself with them. And obviously okay. it's like too soon to tell sometimes, but you You're know, just not feeling it. Yeah. That's and I get okay. a little, I, my, I have a tendency to, and it's not the best reaction, but I tend to get a little dismissive and a little ghosty. And I used to be like so angry at like the idea of like being like a ghosty kind of person. But then like, I don't know. I remember someone kind of telling me something that kind of made me look at it in a different way. And it's just like, especially what they with, say, with like mental health and like just all these like you know it's been a stressful fucking year oh yes (laughs) and it's just like i'm sure it's stressful for other people especially like you know (laughs) someone someone i just had sex with oh wait why (laughs) i'm kidding kidding. or for someone who just had sex with you oh god that was a joke uh bad one reevaluate (laughs) yes please. just kidding oh my god anyway (laughs) but yeah no i've like i've been dismissive and ghosty and that's definitely a fuckboy trait and i have caught myself on that. But then there's also like, as I was saying, like I used to, you know, really despise when that would happen to me or if I would like do something like that to someone. But then someone told me like, if like just genuinely don't feel like responding because it's just a very stressful kind of situation. Like, mm-hmm. You don't have to, like you don't owe someone something. And I know that sounds bad. No, it's true. Keep going. But there's like certain <laughs> situations where like someone's just being like, you know, really intense. And yes. Like maybe it's because you're being dismissive and it's causing this whole like, you know, I've been there. I've been in that situation. I think every relationship ends up being a situation where like someone cares a little more than the other person. And totally. it's a balance. It goes up and down sometimes in sure. a good relationship. Maybe it's just straight up one way or the other, like in another. It's like one sided. Yeah, yeah, sure. one sided. Yeah. Listen, uh, from one. Sometimes you don't have to respond. Like, it, it, there's some moments like I'm at work, I'm dealing with shit. Maybe right. I'm super hungover. I'm evaluating. Well, and if my you're life, not emotionally like, connected to this person, you it's not as much of a priority to you. Right, 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 you know? right, right. I get what you're saying. And that's what I mean. Is like there's some points where like some people can get really fucking intense real quick. And sure. Sometimes you know I'm just don't feel like the person to tell them that, and I just end up 
being a little quiet. Dude, I totally. And then I get labeled a fuckboy. <laughs> that's fine. You know what? You're right in that situation. I'm sure I'm being a fuckboy in that sense. And that's because if you compare how I was before <laughs> and after the sex, there's clearly a fucking difference. <laughs> and it's a little fucked up. And I admit it. I admit it right here. That's like a fucked up thing. But everyone does it. I think women do that shit too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's just like, you know, sometimes. Especially now in yeah. like 2021. Definitely. So, yeah, I, I mean, like this is a philosophy I have and have talked about on the show with like, you know, when sometimes I had been or I there there have been times before when I was seeing a guy and I really just was not into them but they were super into me and I feel like when it comes to ghosting if I don't have like if we went on one date or I fucked you one time I don't owe you anything you know what I mean and so that's kind of like sure like that I think that's what's funny about it is that like sure that's a quality of a fuck boy but like I think that that's something that everyone does. If you are just kind of like a thoughty person, if you're someone who is just casually having sex with a lot of people, you don't always owe anyone anything, you know, especially if you have the expectation or the precedent beforehand that you're not interested in anything serious. I think it's more of a problem where you kind of just like blow smoke up someone's ass. If you're like, Oh my God, I'm so into you. I like, I like want to see you again. And you're like, play like you're really chasing them really hard Mm -hmm. and like and like telling them shit that you think they want to hear and then then your behavior switches up and starts acting inconsistent i think that's like more of when it's being like a problematic fuck boy as opposed to just like kind of not being responsive because you're not into them right you know i think yeah i'm a combination of both (laughs) right well i think it depends on the person yeah no there's definitely moments where i just like i hate when i'd like i have a really bad habit of like wanting people to not think i'm a complete fucking piece of shit i'm dead (laughs) so and like i like my dismissiveness and unresponsiveness is like me not trying to be so forward and being like hey i'm actually not interested sorry Mm -hmm. had a good time though i have a question for you yeah do you think people throw around the word fuck boy easily oh yeah 100 percent. you think so why yeah i think it's just you know it's easy to kind of just be like, oh, you're a fuckboy boy when you're when a guy's doing something you don't like yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) i've done that (laughs) I think, yeah, that it's fuckboy is kind of thrown in there with like a lot of words that like we all just tend to just label. Like thought. Thought. You're a fucking thought. Ho. Um, You're a fuckboy thought. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying something about how like some people just kind of are very quick to just expect something from someone right away. Yeah. But like how if you're single for a while... You're right. Like, I feel like people who have been single for a while kind of understand that and they're kind of just like... They're, they, they understand that like you don't really owe someone anything and that person doesn't owe you something so you know you kind of you kind of just like let it go play it a little cool let it go whereas like i feel like people that are straight out of a long relationship the second they go into something else they're kind of and they feel a little like ghosted or anything like that they kind of just take it really hard on themselves Ooh, because they're yeah. already probably in a vulnerable state right like yeah yeah, yeah. they're more emotional some, yeah just being out of getting so much attention from like one person i'm sure like you know and then it, it's hard to acclimate i'm sure to <laughs> like the dating pool oh yeah at when that you, point no totally um i think like for me what i what's happened to me in the past before is like when i've been seeing someone who is super into me and i was not really into them like we everyone likes to talk like their hardest fuck where they're just like yeah i just like 
am just going to tell them to fuck off. Like I'm not into them or I'm right. not feeling this. But when it comes to actually doing that into practice, like unless you're a sociopath, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you know? Oh yeah. Um, so that's what I mean. Is like that, 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 like that, it's hard that to just want be like, to not be such a fucking sociopath. Is yeah. Like, <laughs> it's what causes the so issue. Dramatic. <laughs> it's what causes the issues. But like at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to just straight up, be a psycho and just well, say, yo, I'm actually not into this, but thanks for the sex. Like, no, totally. And I like, I've caught myself doing that before where like, I mean, there have been times I've had to resort to being like, no, I do not like you because I think that's I'm something sure. men find yeah. a little bit more challenging versus like women. Like yeah. <laughs> for me, if a guy were to be like, sorry, Christian, I'm just really not that into you. My ego would be crushed. Yeah. Like I'm so fragile. Oh, but we get rejected all the time. You know what I mean? And Whereas I feel like men are conditioned to being told they're pieces of shit. Yeah. So like, but it's, like it, could it be like problematic. stinks a little less. <laughs> it could be problematic, but it could also work. Like there have been situations, some of my best relationships have been where like I started off, like it, it didn't seem like they were interested, but I just kept like, you know, doing my thing, trying, mm-hmm. obviously not too fucking aggressively, but some guys like, I'm sure they don't get it. They don't get the hint. They don't take, or they take (laughs) it as a challenge. They're like, Hmm, all right, the chase is on. Like I'll, I'll, I'll get there. But I don't know. The problem is some people like that. They want that chase. They want Uh that. And I'm, I'm I like feel in like between, a happy medium is like healthier. That's the healthy option. Yeah. I would say. Which um, like sometimes it's fun to like not be healthy. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I want someone who like, when I'm dating and I'm like looking to date someone, I want to date someone who acts like they're interested in me, but isn't too available because right. that's the game. I pl- I mean, it's not a game necessarily, but that's like the, that's the way I do things. Right. Um, I will make myself available to someone mm-hmm. if like I like them and they're, and I feel like, you know, I want to get to know them better then even if i'm busy or if i like or if i don't really have things going on i'll just be like hey like i'm free on this day do you want to get together or not you know you want someone that's like kind of driven by something other than you you know yeah it's kind of it's hard to see someone that's like (laughs) into something and like i mean most of the people that you end up loving are always like they got something that they want to do that they're passionate about and you love them for it you know Oh, sorry. That yeah. just brings you. That's a good. Oh, that brings it? me to oh. my next question. Oh okay. shit! Lead in. So, how go. do you how do you treat people you're dating or just sleeping with casually versus someone you are emotionally connected to? Um, and like, do you feel like, I don't know, based on the like the men in your life and like your guys' little like squad, do you feel like m- most men kind of treat it that way? Do you or the way that you do? But well, let's just start from the first part. Right. What I'm do you sure think? everyone's different. I like tend yeah. to I tend to not be so vulnerable until I'm like actually in a relationship and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Maybe because I'm a cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I got my shell, you know. You have to protect yourself. You got to crack this <laughs> shell before you get in. Um, but basically, yeah. I mean, if I'm just dating someone casually, like I keep it casual, you know. Like uh, play it cool, talk, have some fun, text, joke around, and uh, I sound. So like it sounds like a buddy buddy friendship. You're like, hey buddy, old pal. What's up, dude? What's up, d- what's up, bro? You want to chill later? <laughs> nice cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, I no. I but when I'm date, it's been a while. I haven't been like in a long term relationship in a minute. I've had like you know, uh, relationships that were like you know an on and off again kind of thing within the last couple of years, but not like something super super serious. Yeah, but when those like happen, you know, I just start to get a little more vulnerable, joking around, like. Do you ever feel like you have to put the brakes on your feelings when you're in like when you're in 
in love with someone or more serious about them or do you feel like you're pretty good at pacing interest in them or I'm not like the right that? person to ask at the moment I haven't been like in a long-term relationship and like fuck <laughs> I looked at I tried to look at my watch I don't have a watch on my wrist if, like for people who aren't obviously no one's seeing this but um Duh. I, don't know, I haven't been in a relationship for, in a while like years it's I, I've just been kind of single doing my thing the most used fuckboy sentence of all of no them all. dude that I mean here's the thing no I, I just feel like it's like a cliche like I'm just kind of like focusing on myself right now and like <laughs> I just, I'm focusing not, on myself yeah, my whole yeah, life <laughs> yeah pretty much and that's kind of like where I'm at but like you've seen me I'm doing my shit I'm trying to work stuff out with my band and COVID's fucking stressful and it's been stressful for us but we're kind of getting back into it I just got like someone like asked me a question recently that just like hit me to my core um what they ask just you? catching up with them on Instagram and, uh-huh. and she was this like, is a quick artist tangent I want to hear this go yeah, ahead she was just like so <laughs> she's like so are you still writing music and I was just like oh no yeah it just hit me to my core it's like I don't know. As an artist, it just it, it sucks when like you you grow up with your whole life like you just hear people, especially from hometown stuff, just being like, yeah. oh, like so you're serious about that? Like you're that's not no. like an actual thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm an actor. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's like it was like a version of that. Like oh, that's still a thing. Yeah. Like, well, it's to me the version of that I get is like, oh, did you get paid to do that? You know uh, what I mean? Which yeah. I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's no first shit. Off, that's I'm, none of your business. Right. Which <laughs> and it's also like, second of all, like I'm a professional actor. I have a degree in what I do. Yeah. Like I'm very qualified to do what I do. Yeah. So it's just kind of like insulting when someone who like, especially if they don't know anything about what it's like to be a creative or an entrepreneur, creative right. entrepreneur in that way, where like you yourself are your product, right. you know, like it, it feels insulting because you're just like, you don't even fucking know what I do. So like, yeah. don't even try to understand That's or judge me for like what I'm doing with my work. Yeah. Yeah. That's know? the weird thing about art is it just, it's very like, it's a, it can be a career and a passion and that has multiple meanings aside from just because being famous. It, because it's such a combination of career and passion, I feel like it's never taken seriously until it's like undoubtedly, undoubtedly like a serious thing. Like mm-hmm. until you're at a level where it's like, oh wow, like they're they're caking on it. Like but yeah. the, 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 the reality is like most people do make a living off it and like will never really be known or seen in like that big of a way. And that's completely fine, but people don't, see it as like a serious kind of thing yeah. until it becomes serious to them or until other people recognize you as something like that. Yeah, serious. which is like a totally different thing. But yeah. with that being said, I yes, mean, I think that... the tangent. No, love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're multifaceted here, B. Yep. So, okay, yeah. I mean, I think that even kind of relates to what we were just talking about when it comes to like how you treat how how you kind of end up being in a more serious relationship versus like just dating casually is I feel like you know, no one ever goes into dating someone where they're like, this is my husband or this is my girlfriend. Because like nine times out of 10, if that's the way you're dating, that is typically not the case, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, yeah, yeah, that's just not how it works. (laughs) So I feel like it makes sense when you're like, if you're you're telling me right now, you know, I'm focused on my music. I am very career, like I'm career focused. I'm, I'm, I'm motivated by my, uh, work or my creativity mm-hmm. i mean that's the mindset most people who especially live in new york city have right. most people here like don't get married and like especially because our culture's changing so much right, like yeah, yeah. in the sense that if people do end up in like long-term life commitments they're not doing it until later in life now right and 
Whereas like marriage like, itself is just being questioned now. Like to the I don't know. It just seems like such a like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It just seems like such a um. On paper kind of thing. Sure. It's like or it's it's feeling like more of that now than I, I'm sure it felt like ten years ago or yeah. something like that. I don't know what's shifting that, but yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of different reasons for it, but I guess like. To what I'm saying is, and what this whole brand and like our whole show is kind of like built off of is the idea that like, you know, it's okay to prioritize yourself, especially as our culture is shifting. Mm -hmm. And that like, I think that because of COVID, I I mean, I think because of COVID, that's why a lot of people have gotten into relationships. Like you were saying earlier about your (laughs) friend group, because (laughs) because people aren't (laughs) distracted by the normal things of life right now. Like for me, right, right, right. And like, wow, I didn't even think you know what I mean? Like for me, I thought it was just people are horny. Like, well, that too. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Cause you're not sure seeing it's a, people as It's definitely much. a combo. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, your brother and I have even talked about this and the way our relationship started. Like we always joke that like, are the way we would have started dating or got to know each other would have been so different had it been not COVID. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like because I didn't have my normal day-to-day life where I'm going to auditions, I'm working full time. I'm rehearsing a show full time. I had more time to allow like love into my life and like really explore my, um, explore another person's like emotional depth Mm -hmm. and like to see if I'm like a good match with them or not. And so, I think like right now it's especially a hard time for single people because they're still, I I mean, I think when you're single, there's inevitably always kind of that pressure to be in a relationship. Right. Yeah. But, and so that's even more challenging now because our our lives are crazy and we're in like wild circumstances where we're not constantly seeing people. It's always from fuckers that are like in relationships too. Like they're They're like, like, why are you single? Yeah. It's like, so, so, (laughs) so wait, so who are you seeing now? Like, Meanwhile, I like actively try to like get Seb laid. Like I cannot express <laughs> how many times I've been a wing woman for him. Okay, I'm gonna. And it's go worked. On. And no, it has worked. There has been <laughs> the w- one time me, you, and Andre. Damn, I really am a thought. Jesus Christ. But I'm a thought too for doing it yeah. because <laughs> because um, thought by association. Right. Like um, there was one time the three of us went out to dinner at a restaurant, and oh my lord, yeah. And there was like a group of cute girls sitting down. And I was going to get up to go to the bathroom and some of them got up to go to the bathroom and Seb and Andre were like low key talking about them. And I was like, I'll go talk to them in the bathroom. Which one do you think is cute, Seb? And uh, I literally went to the bathroom, walked up to the girl. What did she had booty pants? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like booty pants are like the pants that no matter who you are. Oh my God. There's a twist. Ending. Like, There's a twist ending to this. Right. Too. Yeah, <laughs> no, we, we don't have to go into that. But <laughs> anyway long story short i went up to the i just went into the bathroom and i went to this girl and i was like hey so i'm at dinner with my boyfriend and his brother and his brother thinks you're cute come talk and come talk to them and she's like okay cool you know so i I help you i help you in your thoughty journey quite often and i don't have to help you because you're dealing with my brother on a daily basis you help me in other ways with that oh (laughs) wow i do holy shit seb is like very like seb has seen our relationship very like intimately in the sense of like you know that when they're like when there are times Andre and I are like having a difficult time understanding or communicating with each other, Seb has taken on the role of like being a mediator, which I appreciate and love you for. And we'll I've say been publicly. doing it all my life, right? <laughs> my parents and now y'all. But I mean, I will say, <laughs> yikes! But I will say, like that is something 
that I, I, and I think why I feel like very comfortable and close with you is because that's just kind of the way I've always lived because that's how my family is, you know, like my siblings and I try to be mediators for each other when, you know, maybe one person and another person are having conflict. If my parents are, you know, that's just the way I've learned to show up for other people. So when other people do that for me, I really appreciate it. Um, and I think when you. you see your friends or people in, uh, people who are close to you in relationships, it's easy because you're not in it to like look at it and be like, okay, here's objectively what the problem is. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And hopefully, I like, I hope I'm right sometimes because y'all yeah. are intense sometimes. It could be, it could be, it could be pretty intense. But I, yeah, <laughs> there's I think no lie there. It's one of those things where like <laughs> you guys, uh, I'm sure, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but basically, you guys, I feel have like an intense relationship because you are both like intense people where it's like, you know, Oh, totally. It's intense goodness, but it's also weighed in with like intense, you know. So you like know, when there is conflict, it can be even more intense. Yeah, it's amplified yeah. for sure. Totally. Uh, and maybe I'm just more of a like uh, timid kind of. Well, your personality is low key. That's what You're we established key. Yes, earlier. yes, yes, yes. So it's easy for you to kind of take on that role, especially as like an older sibling. Right, right, right. You know, I'm yeah. more like that with my younger siblings. Right, yeah. Um, but anyway, I just, I mean, that's a tangent I just wanted to go on because I think that when you are single versus like, you know, being surrounded by people in relationships, it's like, it teaches you more about yourself in some ways too, because you're able to like see what other people are going through and be like, okay, like, so when, when I am in this situation later, like I know how to handle it better or, you know, things like that. Right. I think it's a nice, (laughs) that's a nice idea, but I think, uh, I'm I'm definitely one one of those people that's like very good at like, giving advice that i never follow like do as i say i'm not sure as if i, I ever got into like another relationship uh re- like soon i'm sure like all the issues i've like been helping you guys like deal with are probably some <laughs> things that i would just like be roadblocked with the second i confronted them sure 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 yeah. okay so real quick <laughs> on, on on that similar kind of like train of thought yeah um do you think you're good at setting boundaries with people you're seeing whether like since it's typically very casual i'm bad at it for sure okay (laughs) what what do you mean by boundaries like like my own boundaries of things i don't appreciate or like yeah i feel like boundaries in the sense of like what your expectations are or versus like what your expectations are from that person or relationship yeah i'm horrible okay what makes you say that i again I, i tend to be that person that's just very like I don't want them to think I'm a complete piece of shit. So like in that oh, case, okay. I'll put up with a lot of shit. Um, You're trying to peacekeep. Right. And at the same You're time, peacekeeping. I will also just kind of be very, you know, vague and just not really. I don't know. I feel like um, I was seeing someone recently that, you know, just started like slowly creeping in the way she feels about like. she wasn't she basically was just saying these things that she was thinking without saying like what are we (laughs) oh like she like give an example like would she be like i love it when my boyfriend does this yeah or and um, you're just kind of like (laughs) okay she was uh calling me baby um i'm dead like a lot (laughs) um (laughs) she was also i mean you my brother and i share a shower 
Your, sure. your hair happens to get in the shower when y'all two use it. Right. Um, she saw some long hair and was just like, are you like fucking other girls? I'm screaming. It's like fucking pink. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like my boyfriend or my, my brother's like, no. girlfriend literally has yeah, pink but hair. She, she didn't know that. She thought it was like the sh- only shower I use. So like, mm-hmm. I'm sure like it, it was a fine question to ask, but I was just like, oh, dude, I've done shit like that. Before. That's the so thing. I is like, talk I, shit. I lied though. And I was just like, what? That's like, I, I didn't even, I, d- I did that thing where it's like, I didn't lie, but it's because I didn't answer the fucking question. Right, <laughs> I was right, just like, no, 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 no. Like, well, <laughs> my brother's like girlfriend uses a shower and that's probably what it was. Totally. Um, but you know, I, I, you know, I'm single. I'm seeing other people for sure, but it's not something I like to just. Well, cause I think that there's kind of some respect in that. Like yeah, I'm uh, safe all the time, but like, right. Well, for me, it's like. Uh, when I'm dating a guy, and this is just how I am. Some people might not feel this way, but when I'm first kind of dating someone or seeing someone, I don't want to hear or about other people they're seeing. Right, and yeah. I don't really want to see evidence of it yeah. either. So I understand in the sense of like why that would bother her. From the male perspective, it's the same way. Like, yeah. But it's like, you know, you just go at it just not Some wanting to be really that person. Some people really want that, but yeah. like I think a lot of people don't really want that. Yeah, and there's situations where like I'm okay with it. Like, oh, you're seeing someone else. Like, that, that's fine. Like, just be safe. Like, all that stuff. Right. Like, if, but yeah. There's, I mean, I get it. There's definitely moments where you start liking someone and you find out like they had sex with someone. It could, it could, it, it could, could rock you to your core for sure. There's moments where it's just like, damn. Yeah. But that's probably more of a, like a self-serving kind of feeling like, oh, damn, I thought I was the only one. Meanwhile, you're only like seeing them like once oh, or, like, well, once every two weeks <laughs> or some shit like that. And you're like, I'm well, not the only one you're seeing. Like, To be fair, I was dating a messy selfish. guy before uh, who like our relationship was totally casual. And he right. was he was a fuckboy in the sense that he would always be like, Christian, like, I want you to be my girl. Like, I'm really into you. And I would just kind of be like, yeah, okay. Because I knew he was a fuckboy. Right, like, right. I'm like, I know you're fucking other people. Like, I don't care. That's but what like, I never get. You're trying right. too hard right now. You I know, can't to stand convince that me shit. that you're not. I can't. I Because I've seen it. I've seen it happen with like, some of my friends. Like, I don't understand why you need to be so, like, fucking thespian. You're overcompensating. Like, you don't have to be such a fucking thespian about, like, hey. <laughs> how, I mean, I mean, when the time's right, when the light, when the lights are on, but like, <laughs> like with the, like, yeah, like I've seen like friends, like just go all out with like, you know, in front of this girl, it's just like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm so into you, yada, 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 like all that mm-hmm. crazy, like over the top, like again, thespian shit. Um, and then like when they're like alone with like us, they're just like, yeah, like, I don't know. I think I'm going to see her tonight or like some other shit. Like maybe I'll see like this person, like. Right, and that know. to me, that's like more of like true, genuine fuck boy, quote unquote, yeah, fuck person behavior. The facade that you're like way more into someone than you actually exactly. are, just so you can like fuck them. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, so that's like kind of the thing that I think I don't even is think it's about. I don't even think it's like just to fuck them. Like I feel like when you, I've seen people get that like they're fucking them. Like there's no sure they're doing it. Like but to keep them coming, right? Or what are you? What were you gonna I say? I think it's more of a like they they want to feel like that validation of just like oh yeah that's true. It's I think it's like more fucking psychotic than it's just this weird like <laughs> they they want that person to like really really be into them like they just want that kind of control yeah. that like that. Well, I mean that's that part of like what of, like, having a roster is. I think. <laughs> 
but it's like now, more of that feeling of being loved like i just like i want them to like i want to know that they're like really fucking into me like oh yeah i'm yeah, gonna yeah. keep fucking delivering that's like, like more like, extreme than what i'm thinking of oh because like for like when i'm single because when i'm single i'm like hardcore single right and i'll I'm have like fuck <laughs> no i mean it, like because i'll have my i don't know i'll have like the ma- my main hoe right that right, i'm like right, seeing right. Yeah. so like prior to option. me dating your brother he was the main hoe right and then right. there's like usually two or three guys on the bench yeah there's a tier. right there's a, there's a, t- there's yeah. a whole roster yeah, yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> there's a line and so like i i won't be a dick to them like i'll still like act right. interested in them but i will i'll be a little bit more aloof because i'm like i'm like you're not the main person i'm yeah, focusing yeah. on right, right? And I, which I think is normal, especially in our culture, our dating culture now, like in the context of 2021 and, you know, having dating apps and shit like that and social media. It's just, and we live in fucking New York. (laughs) There's so many fucking people that to just like have all your attention and time focused on one person just isn't realistic. I'm not good at it at all. I don't know how people can do it. Because you're fucking cancer, dude. You're so emo. I'm just sorry. What I mean is like, it's so (laughs) stressful. I I literally... If I text, I'm already bad at texting one person. Mm-hmm. If I text more than one person and I have to like diversify my it. energy to like, I'm just the worst. I don't yeah. like, Yeah. Well, I'm, okay. I can't close like any like that. Right, right, right. I, I, let me clarify. It's not necessarily like I'm really putting a lot of energy into like my side hose, right? It's right. more like I'm putting, I'm putting the energy into the texting conversations to making sure I'm sending the memes or TikToks or whatever it is, you know, playing my little game. Right, right to the main person and then the other people i'm kind of seeing are either people like i've already hooked up with and like we're just kind of like having a casual thing Mm -hmm. or like someone who's interested in me that i'll like maybe go on a date with if i feel like it you know what i mean that's more so what i mean instead of like trying to juggle like four different people yeah, yeah, yeah. does that make sense yeah, yeah it's like i feel like that's more of what is attainable for people because right. you only have so much fucking free time you know and those are the situations that it's kind of like what i'm in right now it's like i am safe but i am like seeing a couple of people and mm-hmm. it's it's nice it's fun but like i'm not i'm not <laughs> it's too, pretty nice it's pretty dope. <laughs> it's just like i'm not into anyone that much and i think that's just like what it's normally like i, I just want to stress i'm in jersey city not new york I'm a Jersey boy, baby. Oh, I love God. New York, though. I Ugh. just can't stand, like, Jersey people who, like, say, I'm from New York. That's fair. But you guys, like, I, I mean, you... I like, was, like, I was living in Harlem for a little bit. but Yeah, like, and you guys, like, hang out in New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, always say I'm from Jersey, even when someone from New York asks. Re- respect to you. I used to, to not, like, a fucking phony but <laughs> right i mean respect to you yeah. you know yeah. i'm just saying like in general like if you live in jersey like you date <laughs> you date in the city you know like you're, oh, I'm you're like not one, only seeing I'm one people train in jersey. away uh, i'm run a train ride away seb is saying he will go to brooklyn for pussy anyway <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um okay so um what is a turn on to you when you are interested in a woman or like what's something you really admire in another person I'm trying to find the right words for it because, like, I, 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 like, I have it in my head. Like, I know mm-hmm. what it is, but I just, I don't know. I like when the energy is reciprocated. Um, and there's a showing of, like, genuine, like, genuine interest and in energy. Like, I, I, I can't stand mm-hmm. when someone is, like, too playing hard to get. I'm, like, I mean, maybe it's just, like, I, I'm not too into the chase as I think I am, but, like, if yeah. I'm if I'm literally talking to a girl and she's not interested, I'm just like, all right, 
Yeah. Cool. Well, you're not I'll the kind of guy who will... I'll just take it on the chin and just move on. Like, whereas, yeah. like... I'm sure there's, like, some situations where they probably, like, if I just kept at it a little more, like, it would keep... I just... I like when there's, like, genuine interest and, like, back and forth going on. And like, It feels very effortless. And it's not just, like, one... Because, like, I've, I've been in situations where I have straight up been talking to someone and they're giving me one word text when i first started talking to them they were just like all right cool like it's just very uninterested <laughs> and then but it ended up into like something that we're like we were actually started talking and seeing each other and like yeah hooking up and it actually ended up like I'm unraveling dead. <laughs> but like that energy was just i don't like it i don't mm-hmm. like it at all it's and it's it's not like i'm not trying to be like like I don't like any chase. I do sure. like a chase, but I like. Well, I there's just, a difference like, between being too available and like, uh, and then being way too hard to get to the point where you're just kind of like being a dick because yeah. it's like you're not actually interested. You're right. just like trying to like get attention. Plus, I I've li- done that. Yeah, yeah. I've 100% done that. Yeah, yeah. Like I throw, but I'll like yeah. your message, but I won't respond. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we're all we're we're all. I'm sure I've done that too. Like I don't mind. Uh, yeah, probably done that shit. But I, I did want to stress, too, that, like, I mainly just my point is, like, I love chemistry. Mm-hmm. I love, like, the feeling of genuinely. When you're clicking with someone, yeah. it's, it's effortless. You're yeah. able to, like, have you're able to connect with them easily. Right, right, right. Because, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a thirsty little fucker. Like, I'm sure when I'm out and about, like, the first thing on my mind is, like, they are hot. I, like. You know, and you're. I got to make a move. And I got to make a plan. Like, in your head, it's probably Get my head in the game. Like, oh, man, like. That would be so cool, like sexually, like all that, <laughs> shit, all that shit. You did not just say it like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying not to be vulgar. Oh my god! Yeah. And in doing like, so, I ended up being more vulgar. Um, that or, would be so cool sexually. Anyway, <laughs> I get what you're that'd saying. That'd be so though. fucking hot. Um, <laughs> anyways, like I just like when my mind isn't like only thinking about that, and I'm actually having a conversation, and it's like, oh, oh shit, like, and you're just talking about fun shit, and like, the, mm-hmm. there's like genuine, like human to human, like uh you know there's banta yeah you watch love island and then like uh no i don't and is love that the uh it's the, the british one yeah it's the british one where they get like coupled up on an island and it's just hot people right. yeah but um they call I, it to, they uh, call it banta, banta when you're able to hold a conversation and you're fun and you're cheeky and witty um i i i love that that's a a, a slang term in the uk because right. i never knew what to call it but i feel the same way like when it's just easy to talk to someone like if i have to if i have to struggle to have a conversation with you i'm not interested at all because right. i need to be like even if it's just a casual thing i need to be like intellectually stimulated by you in some kind of way yeah exactly, you know like yeah. you you don't it's have ne- to it's a necessity like right just for I mean, any kind of relationship that's like sustainable i totally understand what you mean about what it comes to chemistry because there's nothing more exciting about like being single and dating when you're just when you meet someone and you're just like hit it off with them you're right. vibing chemistry I mean, is real it is fucking totally because there's people i've had like great conversations with that i just have not been attracted to because like right you know they can it's be different than like sexual chemistry there's a difference yeah like, i've like i've yeah i've had relationships where it's like you know sex was nothing impressive but like we can literally talk for hours days like about anything and i've been in situations where like the sex is great the best sex i've ever had but like (laughs) i like i cannot hold a conversation like i can't hold a conversation i see i i feel like that's where it's different for me because if 
I can't have a conversation with you. I mean, I was able to do that more in college because right. I feel like college is when you're able to kind of first be like really explorative sexually. It's when you first like get into being a hoe for some people, right. at least for me, that was my experience. And I feel like, uh, now when, I, but prior to like being in a relationship, I feel like whenever I was dating someone, if I, like I said, if you were not, if I couldn't hold a conversation with you or it was so surface level, I just, I couldn't do it. Right. You know what I Might mean? Might just be a guy thing, honestly. True. I yeah. feel, I feel like it's easy I'm for sure. men yeah. <laughs> to like overlook that. The more. options are definitely thinner than for. Right. Know. Well, cause I want for me, like, because I'm a single woman, if like hypothetically, like when I'm a single woman, I need to get to know someone a little bit on a deeper level prior to me having sex with them because I just want to feel safe. Right. Like, I don't have to marry you or be in a relationship with you or it doesn't have to be anything serious, but I just want to know, like, you're not going to be, like, weird or gross to me. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so, to me, it's more of, like, a safety precaution yeah. more than anything. Yeah. And, it, I'm and like, sure it just very, makes it more exciting. Yeah. I'm sure it's very rare when, like, someone is just, like, the complete opposite side of the spectrum sexually than they are, like, then you could tell by holding a conversation with them. Totally. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. It's hard. You know. It's harder for me, I guess, like when in my experience to come across people like that. Right. Um, I have a question though. Yeah. Um, what's some advice you could give to your, your younger self about when it comes to relationships or dating? Stop settling so much. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're so picky now. I don't know. <laughs> I, th I think it's just like, I had some really intense, serious relationships like in college. Sure. And since then, it's just kind of been like, I don't know, maybe I was traumatized by them and have just not been able to kind of like, I don't know. I just haven't really met someone. That well, I we're all like traumatized. <laughs> we're, I think we're all traumatized. <laughs> no, I like relationships traumatize you. Definitely. Yeah. But I, I mean, hopefully it's I, I really don't think it's because of that, that like I haven't been as like able to dive deep into a relationship i sure. really just think like i've been focusing on music but i also just haven't you know really hit it off with someone that has actually like you know connected me with in that connected with me in that way or just made me want to like you know you know get off the market you know I, sure. I, I just i think it's just like a weird turn of i'm sure if like because i've met people that i was just like Man, if they were single, like I would be on that. In oh shit! It's like there's been situations like okay. that. Okay. Like I've connected with people, and there's the chemistry was there, and like I don't, I don't know. I just like uh, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> if you could give yourself your younger self advice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so don't settle. Um, I'm sure there's been like instances where I've just chosen to like keep something going just because like. It was convenient or easy to, yeah. or it felt safe, maybe. Yeah, and the sex was good, and it just felt safe enough, and uh, it was moving somewhere, but like it just clearly wasn't something that I was that like interested in, like mm -hmm. long term, and I just feel like that's a waste of time to just like, especially for someone else too. Like it's it's more of like not a waste of your time, but like you're wasting someone else's time if that's what you think already. Like you think it's not going to go that far. Why mm -hmm. put someone through? the stress and pain of like, you know, do you think a lot of men later in like the, in the future, you know? Yeah. I mean, do you think like, do you think a lot of men feel that way when it comes to like dating that, I don't know, they have a hard time letting go of something if it's like feels comfortable or easy for them. I think everyone does. I okay. think, I think a lot of, you know, I was just curious. I Cause like, I know definitely like me, I've been in that situation before or like, a lot of my friends have too. They're like, oh, I'm not really into him, but like, 
or I'm not really feeling it anymore, or he treats me badly, but like, I don't know. I just don't want to be alone right now. Yeah. That's you know? the hardest part is like feeling alone, especially if you're doing like, like us, like doing a, taking a path, like career wise. That's so, that's not secure, not secure. Oh, geez. Uh, not secure, uncertain. Um, it's just nice to be able to like come home to something and just, you know, talk about it and just like kind of, you know, just deal with the lows and be vulnerable with someone like, and just not have to like always not be vulnerable. And it's, it's, it's something I'm sure everyone who's single like longs for, but again, like settling for something just so you can have that access to like a life like that with someone, it just doesn't, it's, it, it turns into something like much worse and toxic. I feel. Yeah. And it's, I maybe it's just cause like, I've seen that with like, you know, um, my parents relationship and just like other relationships between friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that where it's just like clearly these two people are like one of them settling or maybe they're both settling for the sole reason of like they don't want to be alone sure you know just like the serial daters stuff like that i know yeah plenty of serial daters that are just like you know they can't be alone with their own thoughts oh I'm my sure. god i know yeah i i have quite a few yeah. <laughs> i have known a quite a few people like that and i to me it's always just like sad because I mean, I have only been in like maybe aside from the one I'm currently in, like one or two, probably just like one serious relationship. And I feel like the reason I felt ready for them each time I have been in a serious relationship is because I took the time to like learn about myself and fall in love with myself more, Mm -hmm. which like sounds so fucking cliche because like you don't have to be you're never going to be your full, complete whole self ever right Right. because you're constantly growing and evolving and learning new things about yourself but i think that it's important to have that time to i don't know and some people are able to do it in relationships when they're young but when you're constantly in a relationship in a serious relationship in like in the traditional monogamous sense like i think it's more difficult to learn about yourself if you haven't had that time where you are single and you are dating different kinds of people to know what your expectations are and what and where you want to be um so yeah so i totally get what you're saying in the sense of like don't settle um for me the like the serious relationship i was in when i moved to new york um i know with my ex he was uh, I felt like him and I both were growing in different ways mm-hmm. and our relationship ended up lasting a little bit longer than I think really was necessary to, because we both were kind of like, there wasn't anything seriously wrong in the relationship. Right. Like neither of us were like, no one cheated on each other. We had a really healthy way of communicating, but both of us knew like, this isn't going to be it. Like right. this isn't it right. fam. Like this is not <laughs> long term. And, like we tried to make it work a little bit longer than I think we knew it needed to go because we didn't, because we felt comfortable in it and it felt safe and it was easier to live in that than to just like actually cut the cord, you know? And so comfort always like kind of takes the wheel with a lot of things. Totally. And so I feel like it doesn't even have to be relationships. It could just be like, Oh, with your career, with your, you know, like if you're making decent money and Mm -hmm. like, you're like, oh, well, my job kind of sucks. Change like, in uncertainty is fucking horrifying, but it usually leads to, like, you know, better change, you know? Yeah. So, okay, my my last question for you then. Okay. Um, um, Sebi, <laughs> is <laughs> what's your number one thought tip when it comes to dealing with a fuckboy? 
Whether you are one and you're confronting your Like as a fuckboy or someone dealing with a fuckboy? You know what? I would say with someone dealing with a fuckboy. Like what's the advice you would give to our fellow thoughts? Like if they're dealing with a fuckboy, what's the best way to handle it? Uh, Don't entertain it. (laughs) I'm sure like because like going to your like previous question, I didn't answer the other half. Like I answered like a situation where like someone called me a fuckboy, but for like unjustifiable reasons, Mm -hmm. there have been situations where I was definitely a fuckboy. Like I had had sex with this person. He's repenting for his sin. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Forgive me, sister, for I have sinned. Um, Basically was being a fuckboy. We hooked up and I was definitely very enthusiastic. I was very like attracted to her. And then I think just like the sexual chemistry wasn't as much as I liked, which is fucked up because like, what ended up happening was I was very dismissive and like ghosty. And then out of nowhere, you know, like the thought pops in your head and, you know, like maybe I'll just respond like to a selfie that they put up mm. on Instagram and was just okay. like, give them the old fuck boy hard eyes. You, you know? get, right, right, right. Yeah, you yeah. give them like I'm a little. I'm so bad at that. I, I tell myself all the fucking time. I'm screaming. No more <laughs> fucking hard eyes, Seb. Stop that shit. No more fire emojis. Yeah. Take the keyboard off fire your emojis iPhone. Fire emojis stay. I like those. That's oh like, God. that's very like neutral, I feel. Or maybe not. I don't know. I will say though, I feel like that's what, like, that's like the fuckboy behavior we were kind of trying to define earlier is that like the like, inconsistency, yeah. like you, you leave them crumbs enough to where like they'll come back. And like, trust me, I've done this too to people yeah. where like you give them enough to where they're still interested in you, yeah. but we sound like shitty people. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, definitely. yeah, but then you like, you give them enough to where they're still interested. Yeah. But then when uh they try to give you a little bit more then you're like oh no 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 and you like push them away i think i now have an answer to the first fucking question which is what is a fuckboy i think a fuckboy is someone who puts in high energy when they they want to get you yeah when they like it's like they want what they can't have right high energy when there's no interest they receive what they wanted low energy one that's obvious that they can get what they want. Mm-hmm. You know? And then the second, I do it too. Like if I feel like there's like, if they're getting away from you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. obviously if, if it's clear, like they're in another relationship, I, you that's know, di- I well, keep that's my a different thing. Like a, that's a whole nother some, level. No, some fuck boys. Like, I don't know. You oh, ever I know. see those fucking future memes? I love them. So <laughs> like, it's just like, I know you do yeah. share them a lot, but the, yeah. So to answer your question, to deal with a fuck boy, if you feel fuck boyish behavior, um talk about it if they're still being dismissive just leave it i don't know if they're being a fuck boy then they're being a fuck boy and that's probably not something you should ever then get out consider of here. uh consider um you know being with you know. right well thank you Seb. That. yes you're welcome <laughs> thank you for your perspective on i'm honored um, the fuckboy diaries, how to deal with them have you had a guy on this podcast i haven't you're the first guy hey. the first male identifying b- person to be on the show so it's my first podcast so Aww, a there little collab, we go a little hair x thought top collab there we go love it all right um okay so um before we wrap up we're gonna do thought anthem of the week did mm. you think of one did you come prepared with one do you know uh, what a thought anthem is no you should probably explain okay so a thought anthem is a song that makes thought you feel i will thought explain um <laughs> it's a song that makes you feel thoughty empowered sexy things like that like okay is there like a certain song you would listen to before you like go on a date or something like that something that just makes you feel good 
Potentially. Okay. Let's uh, let's go on to my. Oh my playlist. god. It's called Sea Bastard. Sea <laughs> <C> Bastard. <laughs> that sounds like the name of a shitty playlist I would make in college. Cause it's I. It's very shitty. There's like. 1200 songs on it it's oh my god it's literally just songs i like <laughs> and i throw on it right like i have not it's it doesn't have a certain theme or any kind of category it's just songs that you like right I've it's been, not thematically uh, correct <laughs> i've been fucking so heavily with bad bunny lately yes that is a perfect thought anthem candidate please vete, share us vete is like my my fucking go-to what song is it vete v-e-t-e okay yeah. by bad bunny by bad bunny i love that song okay yeah. well we'll get added to the thought anthem no, playlist. If you're like if you're like because you asked the question that is some shit i do play like if i'm on my way to like a party or if i'm on my like i just it gets you hype if i'm driving by myself i blast that shit that's it yeah. really 100%. okay that's good to know if you if you're ready to feel like a, i feel like bad bunny is just like first of all i love bad bunny because i think he's like low-key sexy but <laughs> <laughs> i feel like in like a normally like that's not my type but i respect it yeah. but um i feel like when you listen to bad bunny it just gives you that that little oomph I feel like he's the yeah. like male like Meg the Stallion equivalent. I mean, that's like a hard comparison to make, right. but I feel like in a similar kind of vein. Yeah. For me, like I like listening to Meg the Stallion when I'm in a party mood or right, a pop right, up right. mood. She's great. She's you so know hot. what I mean. She's so I hot. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I also oh, ooh, another one. I like ooh, Andre showed me this one. Yeah, it's like you used to by Moody Man. I love that song. Who's it's just Moody very Man? like. Uh, uh, I think he's like a producer DJ it's featuring like another vocalist. So. What kind of genre is it? Is it like, is it house? What is that? Like it's, it's kind of like loungy house, song. like hip hop kind of thing. It's pretty cool, but okay. it's like, it's, it's, it's spelled weird. It's L Y K and then U. I'm going to add it to the thought anthem playlist. Hey, so there, we go. there you go. It's dope. Anyway, so. it's actually like, it's very fuckboyish. It's like about some guy that's like, Ooh, get in the, are you if not you want to get in the like, fuckboy yeah. mindset, you don't even say my name like you used to. That's like how it goes. Thank you, Seb, for okay. joining us and sharing your knowledge with us. Um, tell the fellow thotties where they can find you, your socials, if they want to check out your music. Go ahead and promote anything you want to promote right oh, now. Sweet. Right yeah. this second. You're running out of time. Go. Oh my, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I would say Hair the Band is uh that's my band. Instagram, everything. It's hair like, like bunny. Hair, H A R. Not hair like uh, yeah. my hair is pink. Exactly. It is pink. <laughs> um hair the band uh on basically every platform i believe yeah that's pretty much it on seb Instagram. isaac seb isaac is like my personal one but you don't have to follow it no shit. follow it I'm like barely i literally just send memes to people on there like i don't even post anymore okay well if you want seb to slide in your dms go ahead and give you don't even have to follow him just you go don't like, want like none his of picture. that he's thirsty enough to wear he'll like contact you first anyway no uh, <laughs> you'll, get a, you'll get a fire emoji at most no hard eyes Maybe. Maybe a hard eye. I say I won't, but my I followers are hot. Do. What? I mean, you know, you know the kinds of people I associate with. They're right, all hot right, girls. Right. Hot girls, gays, and nice. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, Seb, for all right, thanks, joining Christian. us. All right, I hope to be back. All right, y'all. That's all I have for you this week. So thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the show. It was a long one, but a good one. Um, be sure to check out our Patreon. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss our double episodes next week. Send this episode to a friend. Um, if they're dealing or suffering with the fuckboy, you know what to do. Ooh, and I just thought of this. If you have a sugar daddy, tell them to support our Patreon. We need all the help we can get. So I'm counting on you, thotties. Um, thank you for being a part of this community. I love you guys, and I will see you all next time. Mwah!